and welcome to the sixth installment of the warm-up. To my right, I have Darby Hayes. To my left, I have Spencer Zalmwalt. We got a packed show for you today. Um, but as we just heard earlier uh, from our good friend Stephen A. Smith of the Stephen A. Smith Show, the Lakers are in a bit of are in a bit of hot water right now, um, and it doesn't look like they're going to be getting out anytime soon. But um, it feels like right now they're officially eliminated from the playoffs. It's not official quite yet, but it feels like a sort of informal, formal. Uh, yeah, elimination. My God, I mean they're five and a half games back now. Timberwolves just took well, after that crazy game last night against the Thunder. They just took the tenth spot, so now the Lakers are all the way in the eleventh spot, which is I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to uh, backtrack on what I said. I really don't I really don't see them finding a way sneaking any type of way into the playoffs this season. I think they should just call it quits right now. Isn't it seven, 17 games left? It's about 17 yeah, it's about games. 18, yeah, it's, 17, it's basically out. Yeah, I... It's a tough weekend, though. Not a big surprise to me, but yeah, it's 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 over. I think Luke Walton... Luke Walton's done there. Did you see the reports that said he was probably going to be fired? Yeah. I mean, I, it, it was, it was kind of expected, months, but, but like... Now it says that it's um like within the league... So, yeah, I think that that's almost a guarantee Luke Walton's going to be gone. I, I just want to go off on a I just want to I just want to go off right now. All right, talk your shit. Tough weekend. They lost to the Bucks, the Suns, and the Clippers all in a span of 5 days. So, the Bucks game, we all watched it together. We, you know, the final 2 minutes, it was tied 118 all. Rajon, Rajon turns the ball over. Eric Bledsoe gets an and one because of a stupid Kyle Kuzma foul. I screamed at the TV. You guys remember that. I yeah, screamed I at the TV. You were, you, were you in the room? Yeah, Darby? Um, yeah, they go, any, it's, it just goes downhill from there. And LBJ turnover, KCB, KCP turnover, and two dagger threes from uh, with a minute and a half left. And, oh, my God, I also screamed at this, but the Brandon Ingram inbound. Remember whenever he inbounded it, tried to get it to LeBron, and comp- and they threw yes. it. Yes. Yeah, the- it was the double team. Yeah. I remember that. It was a close game, still in reach. I think it was like a three-point game, and they completely screwed up the inbound. But enough of the Bucks game. The Suns game, we saw that viral video of LeBron just throwing it off the backboard. Yeah. And then they just look they just look upset about the night before. Because I get it. You come off a game like that against the Bucks, who were – the top seed in the East, and then you really just get really frustrated about how it turned out, and then LeBron looks frustrated. He looks like he can't deal with this team anymore, and then the Clippers game, it's a must win. They got within five with about eight minutes left in the fourth around, mm-hmm. like, to be exact, like, 740 mark around there. Yeah. But And ever since it, the clock ticked past seven, it literally they just had no chance in that game. And then they lost Kyle Kuzma to the ankle injury. Brandon Ingram was out because of the right shoulder industry or industry uh, injury. I just think they just need to call it quits right now. But call it quits as in they just need to pack it up. Just LeBron just needs to take it in the next season, honestly. So I mean, what do you think? Um. Yeah, I'd agree. I don't think that they should go into like tank mode and sit LeBron. No, I'm not. No, because like LeBron said he doesn't want minute restrictions. But yeah, I, I think that there's not much else to do. It just seems that I don't know if I want to say the team gave up 
you don't like to put that like term on anybody. It seems like it though. It it really does. It seems like there's just like they felt like they had nothing to play for, even though this was within reach. Yeah, I see, did, I personally didn't think it would happen, but it was within reach, and I don't I don't see how a team can look can look themselves in the mirror like that and just say, oh no, it's just. But you see, my but I also feel like we're also like under the reasonable impression though that they would be given like the base amount of effort because it feels like there are times where not everybody not everybody's given their I guess their full effort. See, I yeah. think see, I think tonight and are you going to be here to watch it with me? What? Do you have work tonight? Tonight, no. All right. So Denver and LA play tonight. So like, I kind of expect them to like show up, but then again, not wholeheartedly because mm-hmm. it's just. They just seem to prove. They just seem to want to prove people that they're good during primetime games, mm-hmm. and then just completely wet the bed mm-hmm. in the last three minutes of the game. Which I don't understand what it is with this team. They just lose all momentum that they have within those last couple minutes. Like we saw it in that Bucks game, and even even one of the announcers said said it. They were like, "All the momentum has gone the Lakers' way." And then right after the turnovers and the three, Remember it's... Was it Doris? I mean, I don't know. I know you were pretty it, pissed at Doris for most of the game, but, like... Look, because okay. no, Doris is just... Doris just goes all over Giannis. Like, it's Giannis this, Giannis that. I get it. He's great, but I don't need to hear it 24-7 throughout the game. Okay. But, and, like, I get it. Like, some announcers used to do with LeBron back then, but, like, even now, it's it's just, like, it's more predominant with, with um, Giannis whenever Doris is... Commentating, I still love. I still love whenever you know the fact that she does. I think it's great to have a, a, a female announcer. I think it gives. I think it gives great leeway to the game, and it's it's just another it's just another path that we go down. I think it's just something good for the game. But I just think the whole Giannis thing is just like. Um, I just don't like the whole. Let's get on Giannis. Let's talk about Giannis. Keep Giannis the factor. Um, but I guess to touch on like the game, uh, I don't know. I also feel like the Lakers are always at the the end of or at least the brunt of like another player's run or like at least a player going off because like we saw Bledsoe have a really good fourth quarter. He killed it. Yeah, and that's it was right after he signed that contract, didn't he? Yeah, that's I mean that also might be a factor, but like yeah, you're riding high after signing up like yeah. a massive deal. But uh, I think I don't know. I always feel like they're they're at the other end of some player going off. You, are you talking about not like say at least not the a star Lakers. player? Say not, it's not, like, not even a star player. Because I think because I think like whenever I watch the like the games against the Pelicans, mm-hmm. I feel like they were just like I know you, you have your occasional like Drew Holidays and I mean Julius Randle Anthony a solid Davis player. and Julius Randle, but like I you know you still have just decent players. I guess you could say. Uh, just putting up double point or double figures, like it just the Lakers. I and so I heard somebody say it yesterday, but they're like, Luke Walton's a great defensive coach. I really don't see it. Maybe they're just not giving effort on defense, but like I really just don't see how like the defensive scheme just doesn't seem to work. Yeah. So. No, I, that's what I was trying to say. It just seems like everything they're doing. It's wrong. Yeah, and it's not even that it's wrong. Like they just can't figure it out. It's wrong. Like. You're not doing everything you can to make it right. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see the video of Kyle pushing LeBron over to yeah. his defender on the perimeter? I saw that. Yeah, like that. That was. I saw a big old deal that people were actually getting mad about it because they were making it a big deal, you know, about LeBron not playing defense. But um, mm-hmm. 
it, I saw a big old thing that um, he pushed LeBron because they switched through like a screen and LeBron didn't hear him, so he just pushed him. That is really but assertive. It was, it was aggressive. No, because like it, you think about it, I have, I can't recall one moment in history where like in just LeBron's career history, where somebody has literally chewed him out. Like I know Eric Spolstra was like a very hard coach on them because it's like, I've seen it, I've heard it too many times this week and I hate that I'm saying it, but like Pat Riley was like, look, this is our guy, we're sticking with him. So it's kind of like Eric knew he was the dominant factor in that. So it was like, you're either with me or you're not. That's, that's but, honestly why, though, I had so much respect for Pat Riley because he put his foot cause, down. Well, because Pat, is, I mean, he's not, he's not, he's not a, um, he, who's the who's the general manager again for Cleveland? Or the uh, owner? It's uh, not Griffin. Dan, yeah, Dan, Dan Gilbert. Gilbert. Dan Gilbert. Like, he doesn't seem to care about the franchise, but Pat Riley's like one of those old school guys where it's like, mm-hmm. You win. I mean, he coached Magic. Yeah. No, 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 I mean, 100%. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, like, he's just not worthy of it. But, like, he's crazy. He's just one of those. He's one of those guys where it's like, we're going after it. Like, we're not tanking. He's kind of, he's got, got the Clippers manager or owner, uh, his yeah, mind state. Yeah. yeah. He, you know, it's kind of like, we're not tanking. Like, we're going to go after it. We're going to play. We're going to try gonna to get it. We're going to with who we got. Yeah. Because yeah. look at it. Um, what about the year in Miami that it was like two years after? It was LeBron's second year in Miami, and they made a run. They played. They lost to the Hornets in, um, in seven. LeBron's second year. In Cleveland, in Cleveland. Oh, you mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying like, okay, I'm saying Miami. I'm just trying to give like an example okay. as to say yeah, like yeah. we're going after. But like, I thought you meant like I, I, no, I should, I should have clarified that. Okay. But um, yeah, no, like they went, uh, they went after it se- second round. They could have played Cleveland in the conference finals, but lost to the Hornets in Game Seven. Mm-hmm. But that's just one of those seasons where it's like Pat Riley's going after like, it. Nobody, they shouldn't have been there in a way. Yeah, but I, I don't want to get off on a tangent though, yeah. but like, so like the whole Lakers thing, but I mean, they, I mean, we heard it, they're terrible. Yeah, right. and you've said it like you, you were like, you were like, I don't really want to talk about it because there's really not much to say, but I, I said there like, were like different tangents that we, yeah, you, you know, and there definitely is. And I mean, I, I'm excited to get more into it in the off season, but like right now, I, I, I would rather shine light on teams that are going to make the playoffs, and it's not, you know. It's not to dismiss any some even some of the younger players that have played well on that team. It just I'd rather give credit to teams like the Toronto's of the world that have stepped mm-hmm. up this year, or like even like Denver this year. Who you know, it's, it's the jury's still out, and you know they're gonna what their playoff success is gonna be. Even, but like just teams that that have earned the right to be talked about rather than a team that's underachieved. Mm-hmm. Even Houston, um, who just won, who's now won six in a row, is it? Yeah, Houston's won six even in a row. So I mean, night? so. I, and I guess just building off of that. Two big games, dude. Yeah. They've Celtics had some and big Raptors. Yeah, so which is what we're going to get into because the team that has been talked about as being terrible as of late but performed really well last night was the Boston Celtics, who um, really put on a show last night against Golden State. And Golden State, for most of the game, looked absolutely lost on defense. They were horrible. Yeah. It, on offense, too. Like, not even, they had 21 turnovers. but Which is very un-Golden State-like. Um, they're usually... Usually, like eh, they look they, like a machine though. They, like, they, they like, usually, they usually have high play. amounts of turnovers. Like I know, because like they, yeah. they make up for it in, sh- in shooting and everything. Like their defense is great now, but or I mean, it's 
gotten even better since KD committed to it. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just like those 21 turnovers. How do you win? You can't win a game. 21 turnovers? And a part of me is just kind of like, oh, it's just part of just like the Warriors, you know, doing their thing in the regular season. But My question, do you think it's going to affect? Because I think this is just one of those games where it's like, yeah, we don't really know where we're at right now, but I think we're fine. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Uh I was I was just I want to look at it more so through the scope of like Boston because we know Golden State's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I pick Boston to win in six. It's really, I, I'm, I don't even know what to say anymore about that. Were you re- Were you really? I legitimately like at the beginning of the year. I'm like Boston's gonna win. Boston's gonna win the no, title. Well, like they're a shaky team, but last night. I mean, I kind of want to hear Darby talk about it, but like, yeah. I mean, it it was it looked really dominant last only, night. Only one thing to say, it's Gordon Hayward. I mean, he uh, did put his, up a he had a best great game. game. I was I was listening to uh, a podcast earlier. It was, I thought for sure it was his best game of the whole year, but it might have even been his best game in a while in a Boston uniform. In a Boston uniform. Oh, I mean, yeah. th- he played one game like, last season, but like, yeah. So, I mean, granted, I this is it really just... his only season in a Boston uniform. But, no, I get what yeah. you're saying. Like, as an overall... Okay, well, then let me go game. to the season before that. The season before... When he was in Utah? Yeah, his last year in Utah. He played really well that whole season. You think this was but a better performance than some of those? A complete, just a complete game. Everything that he did, he was everywhere like he used to be. He looked like Gordon Hayward. Yeah. And when Gordon Hayward looks like Gordon Hayward... I think it's obvious that the Celtics aren't the same team. Their defense looked great last night. They didn't yeah. the the Warriors didn't score until eight twenty six in the first. Really? Who? Really? They held them almost that. scoreless for four minutes. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Because usually we usually we see like you know KD gets it going early. Steph at least dishes out a couple assists here and there, kind of get the because they the way they work is like I feel like they kind of work from paint to perimeter. Mm-hmm. It's not really perimeter to paint, yeah. but um, I mean, the Warriors are very good at like getting the ball inside with the amount of off ball movement yeah. that they get. I just can't believe that the Celtics just looked really good last night. That's that's honestly why though I so early on I picked um, just picked Boston in general is because how versatile they are defensively. Not necessarily that oh they're gonna outscore anybody but the fact that like Boston I think better than anybody in terms of like how their personnel matches up can switch up can basically switch everybody Horford can switch on the guards Jalen Brown is long enough to handle some of the bigger threes and just little things like that and that's why right now it's like I know they're going through a rough patch but I can still see them being successful in the playoffs how successful that's obviously you know something we have to like still see uh, because we still do have the rest of the rest of March and the, that little like tail end of, of like the regular Does season, like matter? beginning of the, yeah, the beginning of April. Basically, when when teams already know what their fate fate is as far as seeding goes, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean it was it was nice to finally watch Boston have a performance where we're like okay, this is what they can be. Now let's see them continue to do that. I don't know if they'll do it though. I don't. I don't think there's enough reason to believe that they'll do it, especially. But I mean, maybe there is. I. I just don't really. I don't see it happening night in and night out, because no matter what you want to say, everybody tried to say the Lakers would be fine after, the whole team knew that they were going to be a part of a trade. 
But I think that still wears on. I think that still wears in the locker room. Yeah. No matter, no matter what Magic says, no matter where he went, no matter what he said. Yeah, but the the Celtics still wears. The Celtics and Lakers issues it, are no, completely it's way different, like. But they're polar opposites. I'm talking about one the, the locker room issues. How the Celtics have had a just yeah. Terrible. Didn't Marcus Smart or was it Jalen Brown? I think it was Jalen Brown said just last week that the Celtics organization is a toxic one to be around. It you can't go from making comments like that to having me fully on board that they're gonna play like this for the rest of the year yeah. or even for four straight games. Well, because yeah. anybody's happy when they're up. Yeah. Was, exactly. Yeah. So. I was gonna just like just clarify what I said. I was saying. Like what? Because I was saying we got to see what they do, but it's like now, more so, you see that, and this is what their potential can be. The problem is, and they made a really good point, and I know, it's it's kind of tough to reference ESPN at times, but there, I thought there was a really good point where they they had made that Kyrie would want to. This is in relation to possibly how Boston is run. But one of the things that they had mentioned was that Kyrie Irving would want to leave because Kyrie wants his own team, and there's been points where it truly hasn't felt like it's been Kyrie's team That's on Boston. That's what it was supposed to be, though. That's what I'm saying, though. But like, oh, I since thought we then, all kind of came but, to terms that it wasn't Kyrie's team. I, no, I, I mean, I don't now, feel like, like now, but now that I'm the more that I'm seeing this unfold, I don't feel like that's at a fault of his. Like some of it is partly his fault, but I feel like the majority of it falls on Brad Stevens and and Danny Ainge because I feel like so you think much Danny of, Ainge. Yeah, I think Danny Ainge because Danny Ainge is one of the most well respected GMs in the league, but he very much has I guess this tight grip on the roster, all the decisions that are made. Even Brad Stevens are kind of hip and hip. Like, like I mean, they're tied at the hip is what yeah. I meant to say. And I just feel like all the decisions are run through him. Even Brad, it feels more so like a, so sort of like what Popovich has with R.C. Buford in, um, in San Antonio, that that is predominantly run by the upper management, not by the players. And I felt like Kyrie's their best player, but he doesn't feel like he's the voice of that team. And I feel like that also is what causes a lot of the issues. See, I think I think the problems stem from Brad Stevens, because I think, because I'm I'm a firm believer in the idea if like if they weren't to win, the say they get bounced early, just like I'm like not first round early. No, 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 no. Say like second round. Second round okay. Say it happens in the second round. We need to start questioning if Brad Stevens is really the coach that he is because for for the talent that he has and he hasn't been able to wrap his wrap his fingers around what the hell's been going on in this organization and then I I mean I can't really speak on last night because last night they all looked great coaching wise and playing wise but um I mean if if he can't get them past the second round and especially now with Kyrie and Gordon I just think we need to start looking at it as, you know, are are is Brad Stevens really worth the credit that we're giving him? Because you know, he has a lot of talent. Mo- you, you know how many you know how many coaches would kill for that talent? Yeah. I know Luke Walton Luke Walton would love the talent right now, but like all that also goes back to another good point. Like, um I just don't like the the whole thing about like Lonzo and um Jason Tatum. You know how they if they would have switched in the draft, yeah, how the progression would have been. 
Because I still think Brad Stevens is a great coach, but I just think with this amount of talent right now and to where you got last season, even without these guys, yeah. you need to take you need to take it a step further. You can't backtrack. So, and it, I, I only said that I only say that because you kind of compared it to Greg Popovich and yeah. and but I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not really that big of a deal right now because we haven't even hit playoffs. But, and I mean, this is probably when teams are showing their true value for playoffs. And I think, I think the Celtics will be fine. But, I mean, I, I do too. I just think that you know, I. It, it's like, it, it's such a like, when you look at it, looking at the entirety of the situation, it's like it's easy to see both points. Like on one hand. The, I guess the the side that would criticize Brad Stevens right now is that, oh, he has a first-world problem right now. Like, what coach wouldn't want to have the issue of having too many good players mm-hmm. versus now you have to find – we talked about it last episode, how, like, so many of the guys are on the last year of their deal or they're in a contract year. And they're trying to, you know, they're trying to get theirs and improve themselves, maybe not for the Celtics, but even for teams that are, might be looking at free agents. I mean, I've even heard – Rumors swirling around that the the Bulls would be interested in a guy like Terry Rozier, which I hope they don't sign. Who, mm-hmm. who they hope I don't sign? Um, but why is that? It, that's a different day. But uh, <laughs> uh, just looking at that, it, you have so many guys that are just disconnected and not willing. It feels like not willing to listen to a unified voice, whether that be Kyrie or Brad Stevens or even Danny Ainge. And that that's becoming an issue. I don't think it's an issue for younger players like Tatum and and Brown, who are generally trying to progress and, and get better. Mm-hmm. I think, I honestly believe that the disconnect is between a guy like Kyrie and someone like uh, Terry Rozier, who prob- who's trying to take a guy like Kyrie's job. Do you think- Kyrie, no, it's not known whether or not Kyrie would be back, or even, I, mean, I know Marcus Smart knows his role now, but like him, or like Terry Rozier. Do you think um, Kyrie is failing to be a leader? Because I, I, I know that whenever he left Cleveland, he was basically like, yeah, I want to take what I've learned and apply it to my own team and win the right way, which they the boss the Celtics really have. They've built this organization. It but really that's hasn't been from Danny from, Ainge. That has no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying like Danny. I mean, what what did I say about Danny Ainge earlier? That I I I do think he's. Oh, I never said anything bad about him. But I'm I. The only thing I don't like about Danny Ainge was just the whole like Isaiah Thomas thing. But that's for another day. But okay. no, I mean I agree with you. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I just think, especially with some of it, I don't know. It's just shocking to me that this is happening in a locker room with Al Horford. Was it? Because I think Al Horford's one of the five best leaders in basketball. He, me, ha- he has been very vocal the last couple weeks. Yeah, and I just think, you know. I'm it, surprised about Marcus Morris, too. He's been really vocal on the yeah, team. Yeah, and it's just like, and that's why thinking, thinking with him, like, they're such glue guys. To me, it's pretty shocking that, that it's they're happening. Doing this. Well, no, not that they're doing it, but that it's happening to a locker room like Boston because they have Al Horford, and that I feel like this stuff generally it wouldn't. Because, like to me, like I don't know the anal- like the analogy is that like uh, when things like the thing, when things are bad at home are bad, but then people in public start seeing it. That's when you know it's getting really bad. Yeah. So like now that things are like vocal and think people are speaking out now outside of the organization. Or at least that's where the word is getting out. That's when I feel like it's getting bad. So I, I think now going forward, it's what I th- something it'll look for is just going to be, um, 
I guess how they respond, and especially with all the even with internally all the stuff that's coming out and how they respond to that rather than how, how people that are talking about the team. I kind of want to ask you because, like, you know a little bit. I mean, we were all there for the Cleveland trade, and we all were actively watching because, I mean, like, Kyrie leaving Cleveland was a big thing at the time, really mm-hmm. big thing, and we saw, like, how that kind of unfolded. Um, do you think this is going to be another Kyrie leaving the Celtics fashion where it's like he has his camp? Because you know all these guys have their own separate camps, and they're sitting there talking to one another. Yeah. You know, Jason Tatum's over there like, you know, this guy this guy isn't worth the money. I'm worth the money. And then yeah. Jalen Brown's over there ta- yeah. saying the same thing. And then Kyrie's over here where it's like, well, I'm, I'm Kyrie. I'm Kyrie, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I never understood... I understand it more now, I guess, but I never fully understood why he really wanted to leave Cleveland. I don't think anybody does. No, I don't know why he didn't stay until LeBron left and then either tried to... Unless he just really wanted out of Cleveland or wanted away from LeBron. But... I mean, I wonder if he, he just went to Cleveland. True, yeah. but well, like, I that wa- was your thing. That's the thing, like, though. Like he's I talked about. He, I mean, he had it there. He didn't really he build it, there. though. No, he didn't LeBron build it, came but, back, but what would this year be for him? He would have yeah. a chance for life after LeBron, you yeah. know. But and that, that's what I've been thinking about. I um, I wonder he wants. I mean, he keeps saying that he wants his own team, stuff like that. So I don't think he'd go to the Knicks. I feel like they're ran pretty similar to Boston as far as really close from close from the front office, right in the pocket of the um, head coach. I don't think that I think it's too early for that it because is. we just got done. I know I know it's not I like I know it's not like as of the last like six months, but like the the whole Phil Jackson era in the front office is like yeah. relatively new. Like it's not it's over, which it is. is like the the fact that it's yeah. over is relatively new still. Like yeah. that's how we do it, do it in sports. Yeah. Like we're still sitting here talking about some past things that are relatively just, new that just happened a couple of years ago, but. Still, like, I just think that, like, I kind of agree with him. Uh, I kind of agree with Carlos, and it's just, like, I think the Boston Celtics are ran a little bit. From, like, in a, from a historical standpoint, well, maybe yeah. not, maybe not like, the Knicks, because the Knicks just have built so much revenue that it's, like, yeah. they're one of the highest-grossing teams in the league. So not in terms of that, but, like, in terms of how they're set up now and how everything is kind of shaped and conformed in that franchise to where it's, like, they built from, you know, the Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Rajon yeah. era yeah. all the way to oh, now to where, to where they've had pick. Because yeah. that Nets that Nets trade with uh, Paul Pierce and KG mm-hmm. turned out to be one of the greatest things ever. Because they got picks from that, which yeah. ultimately ended up being, what, Jason Tatum, Jalen yeah, Brown. Yeah, was the biggest race in NBA history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, Ray Allen bounced and went to win a championship for LeBron, apparently. But... Um, <laughs> But still, like no, I just I like I can't I, I don't really see where you're coming from, but I understand where you're coming from also with like the historical standpoint. And what what gives what makes a well I don't know, I guess as far as the head coach, but a GM signs a big a big name like a Kyrie or something like that, that that could put a power trip on them. And I'm not saying that's what Danny Danny Ainge has, but Where do you think he know. goes? Where do I think he goes? I have no clue where he goes. You think he stays in Boston? Any chance? I don't. I mean, there's a chance for sure. You got to see how this year ends up, but I think I think it's uh, getting more I, I likely. If they don't make it at least to the conference finals, yeah. I think Kyrie's going. I was gonna yeah. say I don't think that it's above fifty percent that he stays. Yeah, no, can't but be. I have no clue where he's gonna go. 
I honestly think it's either New York or it's... I heard that there was, like, a small percentage he would reunite with them, with Braun in L.A. I don't think that's likely. I honestly think it's New York. I, I really think he's going to New York. I think, he, I think he'd probably stay in the East. Yeah. I really do see him staying in the East. But, like, I know it would be a great, like, a great story if he went to L.A. with... Braun, I mean, it'd be a nice story, but like he, you know, he grew up playing like at Rucker Park yeah. and all that. I mean, there's, so. I mean, there's that. All the pieces kind of fit. All the pieces kind of fit. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, so moving on, uh, we have a we have some NFL uh, right now with Antonio Brown likely to be traded by Friday. Um, I know we have a, a little bit of a, a list of like teams that were named um, that he'd be interested in going to, and names that were just circulating around. Um, I guess right now, guys, who do we see as the likely front runner to acquire Antonio Brown? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say a front runner. I haven't seen any on like what actual teams have been throwing like really good offers. I see right now that Oakland, Washington, and Tennessee are all um, have like contacted them about it. I really mm-hmm. wouldn't like to see him go any play any of those three. I don't think that that'll boost the career by any means, but he, um, I don't know, uh, as far as the front runner, I really can't see a front runner for it. Do you have any idea what you think? Like, we were talking about this at lunch. Yeah. I yeah. think his best option out of, like, the new teams that have yeah came up, like the Raiders, Titans, and Redskins, I yeah. think the Titans would be the most reasonable option because it's the best offense out of those three. It's probably the it's he's going into kind of a winning situation. I think the Raiders are dysfunctional. The Redskins don't have a quarterback that they can count on. So I think but realistically, like the 49ers thing, like I just think it adds up too much. I just think everything that's been happening yeah. surrounding the rumors of that, I think he, I think he's going to the Niners. But, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and shy away from the fact that he could be going to Tennessee. And you said you said Carlos it, it was about the money. Yeah, and uh, you know, you said it's not really impossible for Washington to pull off one of those big time trades. So, yeah. and it, I mean, I, I don't see why they would. Here, here's my thing: if and I think the the keen difference is the fact that Antonio Brown's not a free agent; <coughs> he needs to be traded. So, yeah. I think that would be the one thing keeping him from Washington. But if had he been a free agent, I think no question it'd probably be Washington because we've seen in years past. Dan Schneider's not afraid to throw money at free agents that, you know, are a little bit troubled. Um, Deep threat wideouts, he loves them. He does, and I think when looking at Antonio Brown, especially considering his situation, I mean, what was some of the topic when Antonio Brown first is being talked about being traded and even things that he had vocalized that, you know, that he was made by Big, that, by Big Ben and that, you know, he had a Hall of Fame quarterback and that, you know, especially given the Redskins situation. I'm not saying that he's going to deliberately go to a terrible team, but go to a team that offers him the most money and say, hey, I'm going to make the best of the situation, and I'm going to show you how great I am. I think that's part of, part of it. But given the fact that he is going to be traded, I mean, Pittsburgh, I don't know, Pittsburgh dug themselves into a little bit of a hole in how they've alienated themselves from Antonio Brown, but it has been necessary, and Antonio has has said some things where, at this point, you can't bring him back regardless of of how enticing it may be. You just can't, given what he said about no. teammates. But Even that tweet. Look, yeah. I mean, looking at it now, I mean, I agree. I think San Francisco might be the team that gets him, but it's going to be the team that offers the most. 
I would love to see. I don't think it'll happen, but there's every day there's at least ten reports saying that Arizona's taking Kyler with the number one pick, and ten reports that Arizona wouldn't be a f- wouldn't be against getting rid of the number one pick. Yeah. I would love to see Arizona do something stupid. And trade Just for screw AD. it up. Get rid of the number one. No, and they would never AD. do that. It would never happen. No, I mean, Steve. Steve we Carter saw. We did see it. With, no, yeah, we did see it. We kind of did see it with Come Washington on, yeah. and L- or and um at the time St. Louis, the Rams. Because didn't right. the Rams trade the third pick for somebody in Washington for them to get RG three? Or was that the first pick overall? No, no, R- was, they, they got good. Oh no, Andrew Luck was first pick overall. Yeah, but that was that was the indie pick. Yeah. yeah. So, but still, like, they I got just, like Michael Brockers in that draft. I mean, they've gotten good players. Like, here, here's I mean, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing. At the end of the day, like, they got golf. They they yeah. lost the they lost the trade. Not the Rams, but the Redskins. Uh, yeah. Because now look at it. They don't have. And don't get me wrong. I, I, we've talked about this before. Kyler, if Kyler doesn't get drafted by the Cardinals, he's probably gonna drop 15, 15, mm-hmm. 15 to twenty maybe middle. I of still the first think round. ten to fifteen. So. 13 to middle, 15, middle realistically. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, if he does that, who's to say that then Arizona can't make another deal to get in that 12 spot? I don't know who has it in that 10 to 15 spot, somewhere in there. Are I you saying trade with a team guy. that doesn't need a quarterback and then that way they ensure that they could potentially get something from it while still getting yeah, Kyler? I, I'm, I'm still on the fact of if they go... If I think they it should be Rosen the, the pick. If they would do the uh-huh. greatest trade of all time and give away the number one pick for AB. No. I'm saying even if they do that, then you can make another deal with one of those teams 10 to 15 and still go get your guy in Kyler. What's you that? still you still get it in your back pocket. What was the Are whole you, OB, OBJ thing? Like Kyler quoting OBJ's tweet. Did you guys see that? I yesterday? didn't see anything about that. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I I just think just to like get back to like I guess possibilities like with what they can trade. Um, I mean, even even their second round pick is essentially just a late, really late first round pick. Oh yeah. If you traded someone like was, Rosen, but like that was like um this year for. Uh, Golden Tate, the Eagles traded a second round pick. Hell, this is it what was you could the do. Last pick of the second round. But I mean, hell, this is what you could do. You could let's say let's say this Josh Rosen is our guy for the sake of argument. They trade back, get more assets, trade a first round pick that they get back from that pick, get A B, get Josh Rosen a number one pick, and then draft offensive line is what they need so desperately. Pittsburgh. Yeah. No. Arizona. Oh, Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Arizona. I would, okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to that because they don't okay. they technically do not need Kyler Murray and Kyler Murray is going to be like a, a nice athlete and player in in the NFL but if you dra- you invested in a quarterback last year he wasn't protected well his receivers weren't great why not give that quarterback a chance and and succeed because I to me, me watching him play I, he was up until that year and obviously we're going to have Trevor Lawrence but he, uh, next year but Josh Rosen was the most talented thrower of the football that I had seen since Andrew Locke. You got to give that guy a chance. That's my opinion. But even I agree. Josh was it needs a chance. was it Larry Fitzgerald that called him out? I mean, not really called him out, but like subliminally, where he was like, uh, "AB should be really grateful." You know, he, at least he's had a quarterback. His, yeah, I think it was. So yeah. like, I feel like that was kind of. A, I feel like that was kind of a, a shot at Josh. Low, low. I, don't, yeah. I don't think it was a I mean, shot at Josh. I don't know if it was a shot at Josh, but just a shot at. 
quarterbacks. The carousel of quarterbacks they went through in the last few years. Yeah, I, was, I don't think they, that was a shot at Josh. I think he's You think well it's the away. franchise? You think it's more so franchise than Josh? Yeah, yeah I don't think I, it's at I, all a Josh. No. It was his first year, and I think Larry's well aware of how, like, yeah. how... How I'm, rookies... Like, one rookies, and just, like, how like how the lack of support that Josh nobody, had is right Nobody thought that team was going to be... Well, no. no. I mean, nobody's sitting so, here saying they're going to yeah. be an 11-5 team. No. But, you know, the, the, at least give the guys some protection. That, exactly. The offensive line. I think that uh, Fitz is old enough in, like... He's smart. How many he times did he get sacked? That. It was a lot. It, it was. It was like five. Andrew Luck numbers. Because like I'm sitting. Because I was. I was reading the yeah. thing about the Raiders and the fact that they had 51 sacks sure. this or they, they like. Yeah. They gave up 51 sacks. Like I know at the time it's like oh we're sitting here where it's like, they were just able to get a lot of pressure on them. But that just shows how bad some of these offensive lines are. Over, that's three sacks a yeah. game. Yeah. That's it, crazy. I mean. Yeah, that, it, there's but no, there's that is like Cam Newton, Andrew Luck numbers. Like I mean, it's just it's yeah. it's insane. And that's number one reason. Also, I don't think that Oakland's going to be able to turn much around. Fifty-two. They got a lot so to do. Two sacks, fifty-two. They fifty-two. All, the Cardinals as a team allowed fifty-two sacks. Uh, Josh came in in I believe the third game of the year, so he took the brunt of the amount of the sacks that they allowed. No matter what, who was there wasn't getting protection. I still th- yeah, I yeah. still think the first game that they put Josh Rosen in in that situation the Bears, was the yeah. worst. Thing they could have ever yeah, put, him put him in. Put him in against yeah. the best defense of the league. Yeah. The to win the game. Legend. Yeah, to win the, the game. How is that? I know. And on top of the fact that we're not even addressing how good the NFC West is. Yeah. I've seen St. Louis obviously has their moments. Like, yeah. um, San Francisco is so well coached with um with Shanahan. And then on top of the fact that Seattle's still a threat because they do have Pete Carroll and Russell yeah. Wilson. I mean, the West is just top to bottom. Quality it's been the most. Yeah. I feel like it's been probably the most dominant division in the NFC for probably, a while. Yeah. Probably for the past two years, and I really don't see it letting up. Two three years, but um, it, it, I guess you're in just going off of that and getting back to AB. I just are you saying NFC North? I would have said the East, but that that's just me. But that's, that's not an argument. Yeah, that's not an argument. Yeah, that's for that's for off the mic. I got a question. Jeez, I got a question for you guys though. Staying just a little bit on the topic of the number one pick, you said you would like to see him trade back, maybe, and get more assets out of it. I think you get more assets. You trade AB for that. What do you think? Oh, so you were going along with the AB trade? Yeah, no, okay. No, no, I thought that's you were saying trade it like for like with somebody else. I think no, it has to be. I was going to ask. It would have to be. Like, what kind of a deal would you see? Are you saying take? a three-team deal? No, no, not even a three-team. Are you just saying like just like part. a different, yeah, a different uh, team yeah. for Arizona? I yeah, didn't yeah, know no, if that's. It, what it would have to be AB. That's that's my thing. Unless Kyler Murray is absolutely surefire and the number one player for you, he's you think he's a transcendent talent. He's a franchise-changing player. Absolutely, take him. If there's any shadow of a doubt about whether or not he can be your guy, trade back, get picks, use one of those picks, get Antonio Brown, you get a number one receiver, and then you get Josh some some goddamn protection. See, that's my thing that I feel I like. I would love to see because Baker going first last year was like it's cool, and then yeah. seeing Kyler go first this year is cool. But I feel like. Josh deserves a chance, and I feel like, like as much as I'd love to see Kyler go first, I think Josh is a very deserving quarterback to help steer a franchise oh, yeah. in the I right direction. Des- I think deserving is, and I just, I just think that, um, I mean, I just think that Josh deserves a chance to at least like guide the franchise in the right direction. 
Yeah, I think he deserves more than 13 games with mm-hmm. the worst offensive line in football. Yeah. He deserves more than that to try and change anything. Yeah. I wouldn't even use coach. I wouldn't I wouldn't even use the word deserved. I I'd say earned. I mean it, earned, through yeah. his college career he earned yeah. the right to He was a great quarterback. I mean he like he was hurt a lot. I mean some of it was the fact that like Josh needs to get better and and doing I guess maintenance work on his body in terms of like maintaining health. But I think other than that, I mean UCLA had a bang up line outside of his freshman year cuz he had a great freshman year. But I, I think the you need to see in the other. Otherwise, we're going to be talking about what could have been with Josh Rosen and, and, and his health. And we've seen it in, in years past with other quarterbacks that have been taken that just could not stay healthy. See, um, that that's what sucks about this situation. And that's what sucks about just, like, sports in general, just, like, the whole draft. Sometimes it just, just draft Because, out. like, they could stick with Josh Rosen, and who's to say that it just doesn't work out? Kyler just becomes one of those I think if they hire anyone other than Kyler. If they hire anybody other than Cliff, I think they trade back. I don't think, I think it's any not question. Even talking about this. No, we're not. And that's the thing. We're not. No, 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 not and even like if they don't hire Cliff, but if if Cliff doesn't say one time, just respecting another quarterback, just saying. Wasn't know, Cliff supposed to go to UCLA too? Yeah, he didn't. Isn't that so weird how that works position. out? But here's the thing, though. We've that's seen so it. Nobody weird. Thought he would be in this and, spot. And so. Spence, Spence will back me up on this, but I'm like, I think Cliff should be the last one to be talking about respecting quarterback. He basically cast aside Baker Mayfield when he got hurt. Yeah. So like, I think where it's coming from, and I mean, I'm not a fan of the Cliff hire in general, because um, I, I think. I don't know too much about it. I still think it's so... What the hell I, even yeah, happened? Because we're sitting here talking about UCLA one day, yeah. and then it's like, nope, he's going to the league. Like, no, what, like, what he's at SC. He's at SC. What? Yeah, I mean, just, he was at SC, just real quick. Oh, yeah, USC. USC, yeah. USC. That's what it was. And it, it um, turned into the first NFL yeah. coaching hire of the year. And then what the hell is that? We turn around... Literally, we, we're asleep for, for what, 12 hours? He's and then all of a sudden... He's a below 500 coach in the Big 12. Yeah. No. Well, like that's the thing. And plus, you like look at his talent, what he's had. He had Baker Mayfield and Patty Mahomes. You said Davis Webb, who is a good college quarterback. Yeah. He so recruited like, Kyler. Yeah. He recruited like I mean like oh, he recruited did. a lot of these guys. No, yeah. wait, no, no. What do you mean recruited? Did he recruit Cliff. Kyler? Like two tech? He, he wait, did no? It went to A and M. No, but I'm saying, was he there when? Because I remember Cliff was at A and M for a while. Did he help recruit Kyler there? Um, he might have. Yeah. Okay. That's Are you I, saying that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that. Oh, you know what, Cliff? No, because Cliff, I, I swear to God, because Cliff was like hired by Tech in like 20. It was 2013. No, it was 23. I remember. I remember because I was a senior in high school and there was a game day feature on him. Okay, about yeah. About him being like the Ryan Gosling looking coach. Yeah. And that's kind of when Kyler was like. What it? Because Kyler was a. Cause I, have, I have no idea. You'd know better than I would. He was a junior this year. He he redshirted. He played one season in. in uh, he played one season at AM. Sat a year, came to Oklahoma, sat another year, and then finally got the got the nod. But yeah, no. Um, just to, I guess like back up what I said at the at the combine, he was asked about him and uh, him and like his relationship with Cliff, mm-hmm. and he said that it goes back like to my high school days when he was recruiting me. Ah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, cause like I saw something with, cause. Uh, Bob said something the other day because people were questioning Kyler's like, like physical abilities for some reason like like we do with every player yeah. some or every high round player or high pick player but like yeah Bob was just like I remember going through the whole you know recruiting process and I was like assuming that, that was kind of like the transfer process 
him going to Oklahoma rather than trying to recruit him. So I I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But no, I mean, I just th- I just think Josh Rosen at the end of the day is like. That's their guy. He needs his chance. I, the only thing, though, is I don't think he will. I'm going through every single mock draft. Every single one of them has. Tyler. I mean, this is right they now. Updated, they Kyler. updated it today. The mock draft. Like, yeah. yeah. every, every mock draft that I'm looking through, Kyler. No, they yeah. updated it today, and Kyler's – I mean, who do you, who do you think? Because like, I, mean, I saw Nick watch. Bosa on so many people's mock draft. And At the beginning I'd of the last Nick. season, yeah, everyone you was taking Nick. You couldn't convince me enough to not take Nick. And no, we're wrong. Like, Nick is going to be – I think he's going to be a really good player in the NFL. And I like Kyler. Kyler's an exciting player. But Kyler's not the number one player in the draft. And I think that's... We kind of said the same thing about Baker, though, when it came to quarterbacks, though. Because people were just like, and, Baker's and, and, not... But that's also okay. why, like, I'll pound the table to get your guy. But, like, I also... Like, it just... It's because the Cardinals already have a quarterback. That's why... It's, it just so doesn't make sense. It doesn't. You, you remember the whole deal with Boston and Philly in the NBA when Boston wanted Jason Tatum... And they were trying to make a move up to like that number one spot. Yeah. And I think that I would. They got Markell out of that, right? Philly did. Yeah. yeah. That was when because everybody thought that Boston was just going to be content with who they got it through. Yeah. Like they think their guy will be there. That's why I think that no matter what Arizona needs to, the defensive line is not the number one problem on this team. It's the offensive line. That's what I mean. The defensive line. Of course, anybody would love to take a guy like Nick Bosa, but. Oh, you're oh you're get you're going you're going for the fact that they shouldn't draft Nick Bosa. Every guy that you need on your roster yeah. for the fall of 2019 will still be on the board later. Here's my you thing. Don't, you don't need that. I'm just gonna play devil's advocate here. Um, I'm not a fan of it because Josh is my guy. I mean, I have the Josh jersey. Yeah. You know, that's that's my guy. I love him to death. But I honestly think. Right, like right now, like I'm, I was thinking about it as you guys were talking. Maybe this is the right move. Maybe, if you gotta, you gotta give your head coach something to succeed. I don't think. I mean, it just. I watch like all the Cardinals. Like, I watch their YouTube channel constantly. Saw player interviews. I mean, as the year progressed, Josh just didn't look happy. What do you uh, mean? Like he just he didn't look like he was. He was. He looked kind of mi- like almost miserable, having to like get through that season. Mm-hmm. I so, think you trade if you trade Josh, you get the you you get yeah. I minimum two first round picks because he was a tenth pick in the draft. Let's not forget that he was a tenth pick in the draft. He's he still has talent. You get the you trade him to a team like Miami that needs a quarterback or even New York. Trade him to New York. You get the first round picks back. You don't even ask if you trade him to New York. You don't even ask trade for him to Denver. You know what? You know what would really screw up the draft? Hmm. Nick Bosa goes one. We, we we yeah we go over San Francisco, go to New York. What if Kyler just got drafted? What? The who the hell says they just don't pull the plug? And then There's what? No and then what happens after that? Oakland Raiders. Who are they going to go after? Quinn and Williams probably. Josh Allen, maybe at last But they also need they are also they're also in the talks for looking for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So they could select Dwayne Haskins with that. So who's to say that we don't just have like back to back quarterbacks right there? That way now that kind of just screws up a lot of things. Where do you see Josh Allen going after that? I like it's like I wouldn't want Kyler going to New York just because I, st- of, I would I would love to just, see it. I just because of the cold weather thing. Um I I generally I mean I wasn't even a big fan of Baker going to 
to Cleveland, Cleveland because yeah. of like late in the year, like it gets tougher mm. to throw. It's cold. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not a fan of smaller quarterbacks going to cold weather climates. Uh, but just considering that, I think right now we have to look at the, let's say the Cardinals. They get Kyler. I think because Josh does have the arm to play in cold weather, but like possibility of like looking to trade him to New York. You get the first round pick. The Giants get their quarterback because I think Josh is still worthy of being a top ten pick in this year's draft, given his talent. But I think looking at that, and you get your first round pick, you then trade for Antonio Brown. You get you get your receiver, and I think you're set. Both teams are. Set. I think that's a trade where both teams win. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's 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 I kind of that's my final thought. I, on I, ju- it. I just don't really know. I like if he doesn't go one, like like you said, Darby. I, like, I have he's, no clue. Where Kyler Kyler's going in, in anywhere between fifteen and twenty, in my opinion. Yeah. Just because yeah, I know Kyler. Realistically, like how this is looking out and shaping out right now, like check the draft. It literally, it literally could be like, it literally could just be like, um, just one of those things where it's like. If he doesn't get first, like the first pick overall, I really do see him just like going to the Giants or something like that. I mean, maybe. I think the Giants will be too scared. To you do think? Like you don't that. think they'd pull the trigger? I, I see, think, like that's one of those. I think, I think they're putting their foot down. They're sticking up to the Mannings. I think they're gonna stick. Up <laughs> I still. I'm just saying though. I'm just saying though. Like, it wouldn't be one of the. It it would be a Giants move. But <laughs> it would be. I love that. I just yeah. That, I don't know why. It would be a Giants move. For them to, for them to just be like, fuck it, we're just pulling the trigger. Just like, I mean, the Giants are like historically. You think they care about hit or misses now? You think they give a damn? Eli Manning won two Super Bowls against. What's his name again? Oh yeah, the goat. Um, Tom. Tom, but still, like you know, I just, I just think the Giants out of like most of those teams would yeah. probably be the ones to just make the crazy move. Unless he fell to thirteen, Miami's right there at thirteen. My, I do. See, I, you know what? I don't like him because he lost in, he lost in Miami, Miami oh, Gardens. Geez. Oh, I wouldn't. But I, no, I wouldn't it, it gets really hot there too. I feel like, like Miami just. I don't think they'll ever be good again. I'm convinced, but. Unless Dan Marino fixes just, that knee up. And, yeah, maybe. But uh, I wouldn't want him there. Yeah. But besides that, looking through the order, if if New York doesn't go crazy and pick yeah. him, then I think that that's probably the most likely place for him to end up. And plus, I'm not sitting here being like, yeah. I'm not saying, you know, Kyler needs to go first overall. But I do think he's a good quarterback. But realistically, though, if he's not one, I agree with you. Like he's probably going like fifteen. I, I think but. I see. I think I'd see Miami. Yeah. Miami. You think you'd see Miami? Or maybe Miami. Or if Miami doesn't. Who's do your it, who, who are your top three right now? Because right now, like I would probably places likely for him to land. Yeah, I'd probably. No, no, no. Will like I'd say I'd say like Arizona would be crazy enough to just. I think say, Arizona. Ariz- or Josh By get far out of the here. Number one. I would say Arizona, New York. Giants, and then I'd probably say Miami. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, so, uh, I mean... I'm still looking through it, trying to find something. Well, if, well, if, if you're saying... you're right. If I you're think. saying, though, like, most likely, like... Most likely, it, Arizona, yeah. Well, no, like, reasonable. Like, because you said reasonable. You made a distinct yeah, uh, difference okay, so between reasonable and, like, most likely. Where like, I think he'll go? Yeah. Like, where he should go? Or yeah, where he, where he should go? go. Where he, where should, he go. should go? I think that... 
I don't think the Arizona thing is gonna work I'd out. Say I think he's gonna be good, but I don't think it's gonna work out. I, I think don't it's want like a two and six chance. Like I don't know, with Vegas odds probably like two and six, and then like yeah, I everybody else is like maybe five maybe even Washington five to one. I don't. Do you think Washington? They don't have a quarterback right now. I think Alex Smith is. I could picture him in a. I could picture him in a Redskins. All right, I can see it. Shanahan, what's his first name? Mike Shanahan. Mike, yeah. Shanahan, he does well with quarterbacks. I mean, wait, Mike. Mike no, I wouldn't know. It's um, it's um. Talking about Washington, right? Yeah. Mike Shanahan doesn't coach there. It's Jay Gruden. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, no, it is Jay Gruden. Yeah. It's Gruden now. No, remember, we're just oh, thinking. Wow. Of, we're just thinking about Mike because it's he used to How coach How many years him. ago am I thinking of? It's been a while. Wasn't that whenever Michael wow. Vick? Isn't that whenever Michael Vick was just slapping him silly? No, he was there for like a year after RG three, and then like they, yeah, he got fired. Maybe but, that's what I was thinking of. That's nah, why I, I mean, was it's thinking tri- of it because of RG three. Yeah. But okay, well, since then, um, with Gruden. Gruden's not that bad of a No, he's not bad with quarterbacks. Either, so. I think that Kirk Cousins or was happy coach. there. They just couldn't make it work. Yeah, Kirk Cousins Alex Smith, Alex Smith liked it. Yeah, exactly. Alex Smith liked it. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe that could be a fit. but Or the Panthers are apparently... Cam Newton's just going to be done for the season this year. Huh? He... You guys never saw any of that. That he had a shoulder... Yeah, his I really shoulder problems, and actually, they're talking about shutting him, him down, sitting him for the whole season, just so he can so he can rehabilitate himself. Yeah, there was a quote from the GM. I don't even know his name. I'm but so odd, I'm so odd on Cam. Like it's it ridiculous. was. Yeah, I'm not a crazy Cam guy, but it was. I um, love Cam, but I just think that I just yeah. think that that year that he just just dive on the ball, man. <laughs> just dive on the ball. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, they said, "Would I rather have?" Six more years of Cam being the best Cam, or would I rather risk letting him play this time? And then ruin his yeah. shoulder forever. So, if they don't, if he doesn't play at all, maybe put Cam in Carolina. Or not Cam, maybe put Kyler in Carolina. Yeah. Give him a year it'll be, it'll be interesting happens. to see wherever he goes. But, but um, we also had some, um, some baseball news today, uh, just to move on. But we had, um, I guess, the Angels. I don't know if it was an official complaint. But complaining about Bryce, um, yeah. making comments about Mike Trout, and um, I heard they're fining him. Really? They're going yeah. to Bryce. I heard they're fining him for tampering. Well, That's ridiculous. What is the what's what's up with the whole tampering thing recently? No, it makes sense. It's fair. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying I'm, like I'm, I'm backing not. Bryce on this. You're That's what? ridiculous. What? I'm backing Bryce on this. He's in the rules. What do you say though? What do you say? Yeah, to be exact. So it was rules the day shows. after he signed. So <laughs> do we even follow rules his, anymore? At his introductory press conference, he said... I'm getting Mike Trout here. He didn't say Mike's name. He said, and I know that there are other players that don't want to come be here, and I know that there's some guy from here in two years that gets oh on the market. Oh, my God. I wonder who. Let's go. Mike Trout to Philly. Season tickets to the Eagles, right? The next day on Sports Radio 94 WIP in Philly. It's like their big uh, sports talk show. I'd watch Philly every day if they got Mike Trout. Oh, yeah. For sure. It says, if you don't think I'm going to call Mike Trout to come to Philly in 2020, you're crazy. You can't say something like that. Wow, no, shut up. You can't say shut something like that. Okay, I'm, what, are I'm, we just I'm supposed to sit here and go without it? We're just supposed I, to sit here and be like, no, I'm not going to say it, but you know, know if, it. I don't like, know if we've talked about our personal feelings about Bryce, but I, I love Bryce. I love Bryce, I too. I'm a big Bryce guy. Same. I wanted him on my team. You can't do it. You can't do it. 
It, it, it states in the rule. I can't find the rule right now. But I'm not it, saying it he says. should. I'm not saying. I'm not saying the rule says that he shouldn't be fine. I'm just yeah. saying I don't agree with the rule. Oh, you don't agree with the rule. That's all okay, I'm saying. Yeah. I don't agree with I the rule. That's dumb. Like honestly, do you do we honestly believe the Angels are deserving of like not being talked down to at this point? They've wasted well, half that man's not, career. They've wasted half that man's career. That no, I'm sorry. I'm I not. I'm, I'm not holding back any punches. Yeah, I'm not on the I, agree. I don't like playing oh. against them either. Somebody's trying but, to recruit our star. Yeah, I don't like playing against you don't them. Like seeing him I don't like season. staying up at 9:05 for first pitch just to see him hit one out of the park for the win at 11:30. <laughs> Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, we're really going to hold punches against the Angels. Oh, they're trying to talk to our star no, and take them. But I'm bad. just saying, like, I'm just saying, it's partly, I'm partly pissed because of who it's coming from. Like, the Angels have wasted half that man's career and are now complaining Look, that's that thing, other though. teams want one of the best players ever services. Like, that's the thing, on. though. The Angels, can you, can you make the postseason? Will the can you even have the money to do this? Yeah. Yes. I see. I honestly would say you give up on young players just to get Mike. Because you got to think this is two. Uh, yeah. th- what yeah, this is two young. years down the two road. years away uh, after twenty twenty. So how old would Trout be at that point? Every two. Oh, Trout twenty eight. Uh, yeah, he's twenty six. That's oh. That's you got two serious. guys who are Bryce probably is, hitting their prime. Bryce is twenty seven, right? Or is he twenty six right now? Yeah, Bryce is twenty six. They're both twenty six. Yeah. Would I, you say they're hitting their prime around? Yeah. Twenty eight, twenty nine. Bryce has not entered his prime. Mike I don't Trot, think Bryce. Mike, I don't think Bryce has entered his prime. I think Mike Trout's never stopped being in his prime. I mean. No, I mean, well, ever since day one, he's just been crazy. He's just been crazy. It feels like no matter what he's done, he's always been the best player in baseball. It. Yeah. I mean, granted, he hasn't won the MVP every year. It doesn't matter though. He's like he's still been the player. most dominant. Like yeah. Yeah. when you think of the you Angels, you think of Mike Trout. Around. Yeah. I mean. And plus, the bat's always hot. Yeah. The bat is always hot. The I don't. Guy's insane. The guy's it, fielding too is I would like almost. I would almost consider giving up on Chris Bryant to get Mike Trout. That's how great Mike Trout is, and I like KB. You'd almost. Almost. I would. I would. But we already have a team around us. I don't That's care. I'm saying give it's Mike Trout. I don't know. Let me take that back. I don't think I could. Yeah. I don't think I could walk away from even like Chris Bryant. From Chris Bryant no. to Mike Trout. I grew up on Arenado. No, make it, no, make it personal. Make it personal. Think, well, I mean, the Rangers aren't in a spot right now to make it personal. Do you think I care? We finished last in the West, so it's not like it really matters. No, I get that. Just make it personal. Who was your favorite player on the Rangers in their heyday? Like, not their heyday, but... You mean just like... Are you talking about World ago. Series days? Yeah, like, like your prob- good years. Prob- like where the Cubs are right now. It was probably like Elvis. It was Elvis or... up Elvis? Presley? Yeah, right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But back then... King no, but back, back okay, then... Imagine, like, imagine my Okay, well, I'll use, I'll right use someone better. Uh, Adrian. Like, I wouldn't give up Adrian. No. Or Prince. Like, the year that he was playing really well, I'm not giving him Prince. But I see where you're exactly. coming from. It doesn't but, matter who it is. Yeah. If it, if it becomes personal, it's hard to walk away. I mean... If somebody's been there for that long, Isn't it's hard it so to walk enticing, away though? It's so enticing. Honestly... Oh, to know you could have the best player in baseball standing yeah. in center field every day? Here, yeah. Here, here's what I will say. If KB didn't have the MVP, I'd probably say yeah. But KB has an MLM. He shouldn't even have won that MVP. Oh, don't do this. Who was really? in the running? He was, was the best player and the best team in the league. Who was in the running? Oh, right my God. Nolan Arenado had better stats all the way around. And he missed the playoffs. 
Low key. MVP is a regular season. I know, but I'm saying the, but I'm saying the, but he had a great regular season. Regular season. Oh my god! But they were the best team in baseball throughout the entirety of the year. He had great stats. Okay, KB. I think Cleveland was better throughout the whole year. I think Chicago was the better team, maybe, but Cleveland made it look better. I guess you know what I mean. Like they were, they had a crazy year that year. Yeah, but I mean, but, so did, I mean, I yeah, don't know. I yeah, just, I no, just think, I just think, taking, given, not taking away anything. Oh, I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying that, like, yeah. I think given the fact that like KB was the best player on the best team, his stats were so good. I just think you couldn't, and given the Cubs yeah, story, you, you could not give it to him. You can't not give it to him. But I, but I'm saying the I feel like if they don't win the World Series, but they, they vote on it before the playoffs. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, it's not. MVP? It's yeah. not announced until... It's after. not announced, no, but they voted. No, it's not voted on earlier. It's the yeah, same it way they do the NBA uh-huh. one. NBA yeah. is done when... You didn't know that? NBA... Um, they vote on it before the playoffs. The NBA MVP is in the second round. Like, no, the that, M- 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 MLB. I know, but I'm trying to draw a comparison. I'm saying like they do voting for NBA MVP like before the second round of the playoffs, so it's probably the same in... MLB, they probably do it before. before that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. It's yeah. probably before the playoffs. Like it's probably before a good. I was pretty sure that it was all voted on after. No, my dad told me. My dad's like a stickler about knowing stuff like that. He's yeah, like, no. Old head, he knows. My dad, yeah, my my dad, my dad's like a, like my dad doesn't is not into it as much as he used to be, like in his younger years. Mm-hmm. But he um, he, like he's crazy about baseball stats. But he was talking about it, and he's like, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I was asking him about it. It's like, well. If KB plays one playoff, will they win it? Something like that. And he's just like, oh, no, it doesn't even matter. They vote on it before the playoffs. And I remember him specifically saying that. That's the reason why. So, yeah. Yeah, so I guess I never knew that. I yeah. was I think, for yeah, sure no. that it was... Idiot. Right. <laughs> can, I go, can, I, can I go through the stat real quick? Mm. Of Chris Bryant's MVP year. He hit two ninety two. Yeah. 385 OBP. 554 slugging. His OPS was under one. It was nine thirty nine. Daniel Murphy. That was when Daniel Murphy hit three forty seven. OBP at three ninety. Slugging slugging was even higher. And Daniel Murphy does not hit home runs. And Chris Bryant had thirty nine and one hundred two RBIs. What was the WAR? The WAR, seven point four. What was Daniel Murphy's? His is four five. There we go. Arenado's is six six. Okay. He hit forty one home runs, one hundred thirty three RBIs. Drew 68 walks. Uh, Chris Bryant had 75. Hit 294 above Chris Bryant. His OBP was lower at 362. Hit higher for slugging. And had a, had a almost identical OPS at 935. Okay, if OBP, I think if OBP is better, you have to take that in consideration. I'm not going to I'm not gonna uh, give I'm taking that into consideration, but I'm also looking at 30, 31 more runs. Yeah, but I mean... KB had was a better. I think KB had a yeah, better. Yeah. Well, no matter what, Bryce Harper broke the rules. He can't tell Mike Trout. <laughs> he broke the rules. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Let him do it. That should about wrap it up for this week's or this installment of the warm up for the week. But we're gonna take a little bit of a break. We have spring break this week. Uh, we should be back. Um, not this. Pro- I want to say this coming Sunday. For one could, be. could be. Uh, might be if back spring Wednesday. decides to show up and I don't get like snowed in. Yeah, which we've had happen before uh, over holiday breaks. But um, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We will hear from you guys um, pretty soon.